Okay, so first, I just want to talk to you. I want you to introduce yourself to everyone, tell them who you are, and then we'll get into all the questions after that. Okay, my name is Incognita. I'm from Los Angeles, California. And yeah, I'm a recording artist. That's dope. So you're only 20 years old and you're already like accomplishing so many dope things. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you about your beginning. So you grew up in Los Angeles, if I'm correct, right? And I want you to talk about your beginnings growing up with your parents and how you were inspired by the music around you in your community. Okay, well, I grew up in a church, so mm-hmm. my daddy was a preacher, so we always had to do them Sunday morning wake-ups and them, you know, 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible studies and stuff, but all with that, we always had, you know, gospel and stuff around us, so my first love with music, I fell in love with it at the church, with the choir and going to choir rehearsals and stuff like that, and my daddy is a preacher, but then my mama's a teacher, so... Uh, she be teaching sign language and stuff. So I've always kind of been surrounded by people who, you know, are influencers of somebody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I always had the passion to be that and be outspoken. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, growing up in L.A., uh, you know, I'm, I was constantly inspired by, like, where where I was from and, like, who I was around all the time. When I went to mm-hmm. schools, I had, like, different teachers influence my craft and stuff. So, uh yeah, I was really, it, it really, it really started with my parents and in the church. Mm-hmm. And now we're here, so. Yeah, and you're currently in college, you're a junior. So I want to talk to you how you manage your studies and how you balance your career. Because I feel like that could be inspirational for many young people. And of course, people that are fans of you as well. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely a struggle. I won't put it up out there like it's like mm-hmm. the easiest thing in the world. You definitely got to go into it and you got to have a plan and you got to section everything out and you got to learn like what's worth your time, what can be, you know, like hell, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, honestly, it's been it's been a learning lesson. It's been like a whole bunch of having to balance and stuff. But as me and the team have been like working down here and, you know, like getting adjusted to the whole uh switch and everything it's been it's been it's been going um pretty well i'll be having my struggles you know like one night somebody want to hit the studio but then i know i got a test to study for in the morning so that's what i mean for when you just got to decide what is worth your time what you got to choose up on you know so and you already when you enter college how was it like choosing a college i know a lot of people have like a tricky situation with that so what was your mindset when you were picking the college Man, I just wanted to get into a college. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. in high school, I was kind of like, eh, with the um, whole grades and stuff. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I just I, I just want to change my ways and really get into college and show my per- people I could do that. But Loyola had came to my school, my high school that I was at, and they had, like, did this college fair and everything. And I was really, you know, obviously focused on music. And I didn't see any other school that compared to their music programs so mm-hmm. i got into a couple of hbcus that was like one of my first choices to go into like hbcu but then once i saw what the college had to offer as far as like their music industry program mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah this is gonna be home for me i like that i like how you really studied your choices and you just didn't pick it because of what it was you actually did a deep dive into that so i like that so you signed to Issa ray i want you to talk about that how that came about because I feel like Issa Rae, of course, she's killing it. And, of course, for you to even, you alone is crazy, but for you to even, like, be signed to her is just, like, a whole nother level. So I want you to tell me all about that. Um, Honestly, being signed to Issa Rae, it, 
it makes me feel like it's a full circle moment. I'm always mm-hmm. grateful to like, you know, recount like the process of us signing and and like what it is now because Easter Ray being a black woman, a black mm-hmm. entrepreneur from Los Angeles was just that alone was an inspiration for me. And in high school, I used to study like theater and I used to always want to be an actor and stuff. So I knew her first off the Insecure mm-hmm. and stuff for her acting. So when she had the whole record label and the music fusion going on with it, I'm like, damn, like it's, it's kind of an opportunity I couldn't really pass up because it correlated to myself so much. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Going to the radio office, it's right down the street from my grandma's house. It just felt like real, like it was meant to be. And I love working around people that look like me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just constantly learning. Yeah. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So pretty much when you're around her, you feel like you're constantly learning while you're pretty much on your grind. And of course, on your path of greatness and you're surrounded by the greats. So I like that. So mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about your documentary what's that's going to be about since this podcast will be uploaded around that time. So what was your inspiration behind that? Uh, I really want, like how you said earlier, I I know it's people out here that's trying to do the same thing that I'm doing. I want to balance their education, but then want to go out and chase their dreams as well. So Mm -hmm. I felt that it would be nice to show people that, you know, use myself as an example of being able to show that you could do both and, um, and stuff. And I also feel like, with me as an artist, like me being incognita, I'm kind of like inconspicuous when it comes to like how I maneuver on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this docuseries is a good opportunity for people to actually get to see my personality beyond the music or beyond the face I give to them mm-hmm. through the media. Got it. So I want yeah. you to tell everyone, what. how would you describe your music? Because every artist is different with their music and their craft. So how would you describe your own music? Uh, I describe my music as, uh, let's say, what word can I say? Like an experience. Like mm-hmm. I always want my music to move, to invoke some type of feeling. You know what I'm saying? So whenever I write, I always try to write with all the emotions I probably felt throughout mm-hmm. the day, throughout the week. And you know what I'm saying? I always try to write with some re- relatability. So when the next person is listening to my song, they can be like, oh, I could you know, relate to this experience and tie it into my own as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I like making all around music. I can do my turned up shit and then I can do, uh, you know, my little vibey stuff. It really just depends on, you know, what the experience is mm-hmm. at the moment. Definitely. Yeah. And you said when you was younger, you wanted to act and everything. So I want to talk to you about your future goals. What do you see for yourself? Do you want to tap in back into that inner kid and act again? What do you want to do in the future? Yeah, of course. I want to, I got to it. Like, lately, I've been missing, like, my old acting self. Like, mm-hmm. so I was like, man, I need to tap back more into stuff. You know, I'm probably, like, do some script writing and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I see that for me in the future, getting back on some, you know, even if it's just theater, I wouldn't mind being on somebody's screen, of course. But um, <laughs> ultimately, honestly, the bigger goal is to build a school. I would love to do have, mm-hmm. a, like, footprint in the education system and intertwine music and you know education got it definitely and of course in the music industry there are people collabing non-stop so if you had to choose anybody you want to collab with whether it's acting music fashion who would you choose 
Smino. I love Smino. I would, I would love to collab with Smino. Mm-hmm. His fashion is tight. Rico Nasty is pretty fire, too. Like, her mm-hmm. look, her sound, aesthetic, everything is just there. You know what I'm saying? So, them is my my top my top right now that I would love to collab with. Definitely. And I want to talk to you about fashion because I see you got the jacket on. So, it's simple, but it's popping out. So, I know each artist likes to dress a certain way and their fashion definitely represents who they are. So, how is fashion in your life? Do you like to dress up simple? you like to go all out? What is fashion to you? Uh, I love dressing, like, but I like mm-hmm. dressing, like, um, kind of took a minute for me to kind of find my style. Like, I kind of had to find out, like, who I was, really, mm-hmm. as an artist and everything and what I want to be as steady face. But once I figured it out, like, I like my little hats. Like, I some Usually, I be wearing my little fitteds. I always got me some sunglasses, the hoop earrings. You mm-hmm. know, them is mandos in the fit. But uh, I really like colors. I'm really a big shoe head. Like, I love, mm-hmm. love, love tennis shoes. So, as long as it got the sunglasses, the tight fitted, and the uh, tight sneakers, we good. Everything in between can get mixed and matched, you know? You might need a Vans or a Nike collab in the future because of that. Because that's pretty dope. I like oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely Nike. Gotta do it. Yeah, Nike is killing it. You got Drake. Everybody is collabing with Nike. So I want to talk to you about music. How can people listen to their music? How can they stream? And of course, what are some? Who are some inspirations that you might have been inspired by while you were recording your music as well? Recently, um, in the past couple months, I had dropped on my Instagram mm-hmm. and YouTube my sweet and uh, my shortened sweet series which was a like a collective of four videos mm-hmm. and they were like one minute and it was just it was like a different different uh types of you know styles that i could do so i mm-hmm. i started dropping those along with a music video on my instagram and youtube and then i got music on spotify uh uh sorry apple music all mm-hmm. platforms and yeah and soundcloud so people could just look me up at with my name incognita mm-hmm. and yeah i got i got i got everything everywhere so mm-hmm. and uh what was your other question your other question was your inspirations uh, behind your music like producers writers yeah i like uh i like storytellers a lot um mm-hmm. you know uh, i like people who paint a picture with their words one person i listened to a lot growing up and i kind of like to mimic was ludicrous i love mm-hmm. how he big and then like real extra and as a kid i didn't always know what he was saying but you all you always kind of felt it you know what i'm saying with his energy so i love luda i love missy i love andre 2000 j cole kendrick all the greats that um paint a story with their words so yeah my influencers for sure I like that. So you answered pretty much, dang, in like 10 minutes, you answered basically like most of my questions. So I want to get into some trivia questions that are fun. So just let loose. It's going to be pretty good. So, okay, we talked about your music. Who would you want to collab with? But if you had the choice to put together a music project with you and anybody else, it could be anybody you want in the world, who would you put on it and why? Mm, I'll probably do... Me mm-hmm. and okay, I want to say Jasmine because I've always been like I listen to rap. I'm a hip hop head, of course, but I've always loved love R and B. And Jasmine mm-hmm. is the first person I can think of off the top of my head who I know whose pen is like immaculate as well as her voice. So 
feel like we can make a, a fire, some fire go together as far and and she got the whole story done in the bag, so mm-hmm. we a good link right there. I like Jasmine. I feel like she doesn't get the credit that she deserves, so I like that pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's definitely low key, but everybody knows she a legend. It's just mm-hmm. low key spoken about, you know. Mm-hmm. Got it. So. Yeah. I know you might, of course, a lot of artists have dreams of winning certain awards, whether it's a Grammy or Oscar. But if you had the choice today or tomorrow to headline any award ceremony, what would you pick? Of course, the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, I feel like the Grammys, that's every artist's indication that they kind of made it or mm-hmm. like that they're doing something right or they're making a, you know, a leap in their career and it's one of the like everybody know about the grammys you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i think that would be a dream of mine one of these days but yeah the grammys yeah and what is one thing you would tell your audience your fans um any piece of advice like be motivational keeping it real 100 what would you tell them i would really tell everybody to like really keep going um I know it's cliche to say that, like, no big, no dream is too big or mm-hmm. keep going for your dreams. And when I was little, I used to really think that, like, why isn't nobody giving me specific keys? But it's really because you just got to hustle. And you got to hustle, 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 and everything else is going to lay lay out and fall into place the way it's supposed to. So mm-hmm. I believe if you got a dream, you got to manifest, mm-hmm. you got to pray, and you got to just put as much work into the dream as possible. So... Yeah, it's nothing that you can't do, you know? So just keep going. That's my advice. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Even when you even when you on top, don't stop. I like that. You you said a lot of inspirational stuff. You said you grew up around the people who is influencing the people. You talked about your fashion. You talked about so much and, of course, praying, manifesting, because you can't do any work without working hard and seeing results. But is there anything else you want to add? Because I feel like you answered, like, most of my questions, to be honest. Uh, anything else I want to add? Yeah, we talked about, we got a good little basis. Um, trying to think. Nah, I mean, mm-hmm. oh, yes, yes. I got an EP dropping. Yes, talk about it. Yes, it's called The Playbook. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be February 2nd, 2022. That's also my birthday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, The Playbook is basically a setup. And like I'm setting it up as if it was a, a book. I, I wanted to read through like a book. I wanted to like read through like chapters and stuff. And I kind of want um, <clears throat> it to translate as the story, the beginning of Incognita, how I got here. And then you got the middle, you know, like what made me get here. And then you got the ending, which is the to be continued, of course, you know, because we still grinding. We still don't stop. So the playbook is coming out February 2nd. 2022 and i'm so excited about that um and yeah i just tell people to be on the lookout for that yes i like that a nice storytelling project and i feel like it's important to let people end your story so they can relate to you and of course so that's gonna be pretty dope i'm gonna be super excited for that yes yes thank you yes and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast i hope you have an amazing day thank you so much appreciate you you as well thank you